Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Pancakes on Sunday. Yo. Sup, sup. <laughs> hey, uh. Hello. Uh, we all here again. Back at it. After. Back at it again with the white bands. Out here fucking grinding, bro. Cussy, man. <laughs> Straight busting. <laughs> giving you. Straight busting. <laughs> <laughs> giving you all the. Yeah, we're going to have a whole little sports talk, I guess, today. We're going to obviously cover our good old NFL. Yep. Ryan's got some basketball. Got him. With the sports gambling becoming legal in Ohio in January, Kyle is going to give us a Kyle. gambling for Kyle. dummies. For real, the 101. I and like it. The 102. Right. Or the 201. <clears throat> what is it? I think we 101. The 411. Cool. Well, uh, how, first of all, how's everyone doing? Had a good Halloween. Passed yeah. out candy. Halloween was dope. Halloween was dope. Yeah, I like man. that. That was a good yeah, time. The Browns won, and we Fuck passed yeah. out candy. Fuck yeah. Yes. yeah. They didn't just win. Hold they on. beat that ass. Hold, Hold on, on a second. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out We're talking there. about Halloween. I'm just throwing Ryan. it out I want to ask Sorry. a consensus. Next year, if we hand out candy and we see repeat offenders, do we call them out? Yeah. No. Yes. You could be wrong. And then you're, you're yeah. just a dick. Yeah. Yeah. There, there was There was a couple people that were, cl- like, I mean... How do you miss a giant pink flamingo floaty? Or how do you see that a bunch yeah, of times? Yeah, that person could have been... Um, I say let him. You know, a repeat offender. But there was a couple of things I noticed. Okay. We had some special needs kids coming through the community. I'm yes. not going to call out a special needs kid for being a repeat offender. Well, no, and I'm not going to sit there <laughs> I, and assume that they are or not. Are not. Yeah, I mean, I, but, I didn't know. I didn't. Right. <laughs> and that could range anywhere from, you know, MR to having... I don't even say special needs things. I say kids are kids. Let them repeat. Who well, cares? Right. yeah. I mean, if somebody came through like five times, they'd be like, okay, bro, get the, get, get out the of here. Get out of here. What get the step in. Do you think it'd be fair to hand out bigger candy bars for cool-ass costumes? Like that Toy Story Slinky. Like That was a cool costume. Those kids, I would have given like, all right, that's yeah. a cool See, ass costume. I'll give you a lunchable. And I'll give, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'll give you like a full. They want the full size candy I mean, bars. I think that's, that's really cool. Then sure. I think that's kind of degrading to the other kids. Well, you gotta try a little bit, man. Yeah, try. It's not like they bought the costumes. Their parents. They did. made they it. They made it. They made These that. These kids made that this. Was you, didn't, you didn't see this. Mm-hmm. You weren't there yet. Right. Right. Oh it, it man, was it was slinky. It was cool. Toy Story. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. And they were connected. Like they were connected. Yeah, that that deserves it. Totally. Yeah, and deserves. Well, you I need kinda, resources and time to do that. I kind of yeah, want to be the house in the community that's known for all these weird things. Like we were talking about having water bottles for kids next year, having dog treats. booze for the adults, <laughs> dog treats, dog treats, dog for treats. The dogs. animals and dog stuff. Treats yeah. be dope. Yeah. Dude, we're oh, gonna yeah. it's gonna be slammed, oh, yeah. and we're gonna be like everybody's gonna be like, let's go to that house because Make they give the candy big raffle. candy bars to the best costumes. <laughs> yeah, we're raffling them all out. Have it, have it to be known that. This house in the block is essentially a little secret costume contest. There'd be more than one winner. Yeah, I was gonna say I mean, you could no, just no, get no. a bunch of number one winner prizes. Yeah, like, I, I say oh, you right. could God, do that amazing. if I put a sign out a yeah. week before. And they go home this with is the number costume one contest. Best costume wins like you know four reasons. Yeah, I wouldn't put out a neighborhood. No, <laughs> I mean I wouldn't put out a sign necessarily. But why not? You got the neighborhood. No, but yeah. over the years, like if a kid goes with a creative costume and gets handed a full size candy bar, he's like, oh, like we really like. Hey, that's a Cool ass costume, like good job, you know. Yeah. Well, if you yeah. advertise, you'll get more cool ass costumes. It's situational, so you don't want to advertise them anything. Yeah, yeah. so then yeah. maybe that kid 
tries to be creative and comes back next year, he knows where to go. Maybe he tells a couple of his friends, but I mean, you don't want to put a sign up. Yeah. I do enjoy a nice creative costume, though. So if yeah. you did 100 oh, yeah. people and you only have 10 candy bars, I mean, you're kind of... Hmm. The soap costume was pretty cool. The soap? The, the soap. one guy was the bar just soap? The bar soap. <laughs> yeah. Did I see that or was I inside? You were outside, I think. Oh, okay. I think it may have been one of the Maybe adults. Now it's it. either an adult or like an older kid. There's so yeah. many mini Spider-Man. He, he was just kind of so hanging out. Okay. There was so many mini buff Spider-Mans running around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what the kids... Kids like Spider-Man. They do. Yeah. That they but he's do. he's not that buff. He's not. The costume's buffer than Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Spider-Man's, you know. Tom Holland is actually pretty cut, but... Is he as eh. cut as me? Really? I don't think so. <laughs> really? That six-pack, bro. Right? <laughs> Ooh, that's a lot of hard work right there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's more like a Yeah, but I feel like that would be super cool to do something really authentic, be the house of the neighborhood that does these things. I like that your neighbors were playing movies. That was pretty uh, cool. Yeah, yeah that's a good idea. There's yeah. on the garage. Everyone's outside mm-hmm. with campfires and stuff mm-hmm. like that. There was packed. If I would have been there was. earlier with the with the projector or whatnot and saw that, I probably would have been like, dude, we're going to do oh. this too. Oh, yeah. Hands down. I would put a, would have put like Nightmare on Elm Street, though. I know. They're playing kids' movies. It's Halloween. Hostile. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. Hostile. Cool. Well, yep. Ryan, kick us off. What do we got? Right. We got calves. They're on a street. We have calves. They're on a street. I would like to mention first, uh, we had four Guardians players win gold gloves. Nice. Stephen Kwan, Miles Straw, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Shane Bieber and... Jimenez. Justin Jimenez. Bieber. <laughs> yeah, Justin Jimenez. Bieber. Jimenez, yes. Okay. But they all won four gloves. What's the golden glove? That means you are the best in the MLB at your position of what you do. Mm. Defensively. Mm-hmm. So... We have four gold gloves, so that's pretty fucking cool. Okay. So Did we make it to the World Series? No, we didn't. Quan plays what position? Uh, left field. Is there another left fielder that also got a gold glove this year? No. Is there just oh, nine, so there's only there's just nine gold, gold gloves? Eight golden gloves. Yeah. We got them. We got four. Like we got five we got golden four. tickets. Yeah. Wow. That's that a, is pretty good. That's a team high. And we got four out of eight Yeah. on our team. Yeah. yeah. That's a, a team record. And a league high. Fuck yeah. So, oh, yeah, there would be nine because you said what's his name got one too. Shane Bieber. Yeah. Yeah. So it would be, yeah. Nine. Four of nine. Four of nine. That's pretty dope. That's a fucking, that's a good outfit. That's amazing. Yeah. That's almost half. So we have that. And the Cavs, guys. The Cavs are on a fucking roll right now. The Friday night game I didn't watch, but I saw highlights. They played uh, the Boston Celtics. The Cavs won an overtime thriller 132 to 123. Nice. Right? I didn't watch it, but I saw the highlights. We came out swinging. We came out on top for a little bit. We lost it a little bit. Tied him back up when we came back to win. Donovan Mitchell scored 41 <laughs> points in 46 minutes. Karis LeVert scored 41 points in 43 minutes. God damn. That's a straight balling right there, dude. dude. It's like a point a minute. Yeah, that's yeah. disgusting. Are on fire. And Karis LeVert, He's not gonna do that every night. Like he'll have he'll have cold nights. It'll be nights where he doesn't go off like that. But for the fact that he scored forty one points like that, what is he just draining threes from the corner? I'll actually say this: the Guardian, not Guardians, Jesus, the Cavs are in <laughs> are the top team right now at three point percentage. The top team in the Across eyes, the, right in the eyes. Suck yeah. that, Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah, and Steph? there's at least three or four just baller three point. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Sunday, the Cavs play the Knicks. That was another nail-biter. It was 121-108. to Donovan Mitchell played 37 minutes and scored 38 points. 
Kevin Love off the bench played 22 minutes and scored 29 points. 29 and 22 minutes. Dean Wade played 33 minutes and scored 22 points. Dean Wade is the number one three-point, or number two three-point percentage shooter in the league right now. There's only one team ahead of us right now in the league, and that's the Milwaukee Bucks. That's some yep. Ray Allen shit. Right. Are the Bucks still? That's just like, yeah, we haven't seen him, but every time he touches yeah, they're the undefeated. Ball, he puts up a three-pointer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I love that the Lakers only won one game. And right now the Cavs are winning 21-13 against the Celtics. I love it. All right, so I'll go into football. Uh, this week I cover the New York Giants versus the Seattle Seahawks. It was a 13-27 to win for the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks are doing something this year. They are. Gino, I don't know what they're doing. Geno Smith found a spot out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I haven't heard that name since 2013. Right. Like, he, he won the Heisman, and that was about it. He bounced around a bunch. I mean, he was... I, oh shit. I'm trying to even think where and he this was. this is his time to shine. I don't know. But uh, I watched highlights of that before I showed up, and actually it was a pretty good game. Like, going into the fourth quarter, it was 13-13 to until like 9 minutes and 44 seconds left. And Seahawks just took over and fucking just took the game. So we got some stats. Uh, Daniel Jones was 17 for 31 in completions for 176 yards with zero touchdowns. Saquon Barkley's uh, 20 carries for 53 yards and one touchdown. Geno Smith, on the other hand, was 23 for 34 with completions, threw for 212 yards and scored two touchdowns. And then the rush, the running back, Kenneth Walker III, had 18 carries for just 51 yards and a touchdown. See, Seahawks pretty dope. Well, <laughs> Seahawks pretty dope this year, not going to lie. Yeah. But, I mean, you have DJ in. Metcalf and Lockett. True. <laughs> but even the Giants, they're 5-2. and two. Who saw that coming? Yeah, that's true. Like, that's well, nasty. That's a team that's surprising. That's nasty. I mean, yeah. they're on a new head coach. They got it's, Brian Dable from Daniel Buffalo. Jones is a rookie, right? No, Daniel no. Jones has been there for yeah. Okay, years? well, never mind that. Dan, well, yeah, never Daniel mind Jones. That. I don't pay attention to that. We'll cut that out. Yeah. I'm <laughs> not. It. Daniel Jones. Whatever. He's a rookie. Um, no, no. I don't, pay, I don't pay attention to the Giants. <laughs> He's been three or four years. I think he was drafted the year after Baker and Allen were drafted. Okay, all right. And he got drafted out of left field, and they're like, "Why the fuck are the Giants? Who's Daniel Jones?" But it was like, "What? They said, what? Who?" Like, Daniel Jones. Just, just picked up Daniel Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Out of here. <laughs> but yeah, that's all. That's all I got in football. Chelsea, would you like to take it away? Yeah, dude. What do you got? So, the Browns versus the Bengals on Monday night. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> dude. What a fucking game. Shit got spooky. Dead oh, brownies, got though. real creepy out there. It got spooky, yeah. <laughs> so, incredible game, um, but I would like to point out that, you know, it was on Halloween, which is pretty cool. And before we get into that, I just wanted to mention how poetic and symbolic Garrett's Halloween setup was in his yard. Yes. You know, uh, he was Vecna. Yep. You know, the taker of souls or whatever. And he had Vecna on his front porch holding up burrow uh as they would in stranger things that i thought that was pretty cool so awesome yeah, yeah. so awesome upside down yeah like in the upside yeah. down yeah in the upside yeah. down yeah. Like levitating right yes. yard. yeah 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 so he didn't even have a like a gravestone at that point he was like i'm gonna destroy you and he did have <laughs> gravestones also in his yard of all yeah. the quarterbacks yeah yes. yes i love that he does that yes That's so awesome. he has to already have a burrow center right i oh, would yeah. think so oh, yeah yeah i mean yeah I didn't realize. Oh yeah! I didn't realize that Joe Burrow hasn't beat the Browns at all. No, no. They, no. Yeah, that was what? a crazy fun fact stat during the game because I had thought about it when I picked the Browns and the Pickums, and I was like, 
There was a stat I saw. I swore there was a good reasoning behind that, and it's the fact that Kevin Stefanski is five and zero against the Bengals. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't get it. Garrett has a total of nine quarterback sacks in his career against the Bengals, with one and a half being on Monday night. This nine is tied against. for the most against any team, the Jets. In the last five games in the Bengals, he has had a sack every time. Nice. Damn. Hell yeah. Did you guys see to the? Um, do, do you have it, or I, I'm not sure, but, like, when Joe Burrow hiked the ball, he had an average of two seconds or less to get rid of that ball. Oh, Almost yeah. Entire I, game. We definitely talk about the, the defense that we played. Probably, hands down, the best defensive game that I've seen the Browns play. Yeah. Hands down. Yes. Um, and yes. while there's kind of rumor that maybe our, their, you know the Bengals' offensive line isn't that great, we still just... You know, capitalized. I don't know what it was. We just played as a team. Mm-hmm. We were able to go for the players that had the ball. Yep. Like that. That's the goal. Yep. <laughs> Get there. Yep. And they did. So. Halloween at home Monday night. Right. You know? I mean, that's enough to pump anybody up. It's true. Can I ask you a question? Do you think that the Browns also did better defensively because Jamar Chase was out? I can't, I, I don't know, I can't answer that question. Maybe. I'm not sure. I mean, that's one less threat they had to worry about. But I don't think it would be. I don't think it would make that much of a difference. I mean, because they still everybody employed. Well. I mean, they right. still had the receivers. And well, like you said, Burrow only had two seconds before yeah. he got pressure. So, yeah. I mean, that's not enough time yeah. for him to set Chase up. Yeah, the downfield. play, the play I mean, calling still would have been the same. You know what yeah. I mean? You still could have called your plays the same. Mm. And just in the, you know, the long game, too. It wasn't even the short game. We just we did really well. You know, we had an interception. We also had a fumble in, in addition to the five sacks. Um, five. So, yeah. That's mm-hmm. disgusting. Yeah, we have. <laughs> and they were from dudes I had never even heard of. I'm yeah. like, who was that guy? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. So the Browns' lose streak could have been centered around two key points. You know, we were on that streak, and I don't think we had one since the Steelers. Right. So uh, Nick Chubb, his lack of running attempts and the disappointing defense that just can't, couldn't seem to protect our quarterback. Agreed. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I was so, happy to see him running out this week. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Get some nice runs. Absolutely. Yeah, he did. He had that hurdle. Yeah, dude. The hurdle yeah. was dude. Yes. Oh, that hurdle was. I was I was looking for it because I was trying to show the roommate, and I, I found it, but I didn't find the one angle where he's jumping over dude, and the dude's kind of like he almost has <laughs> yeah. this like looking. He was almost like guarding his yeah, head. He was, yeah, he was like sh- shrinking down a little bit, looking yeah. up like yeah, where did he go? yeah. <laughs> he like disappeared. Yeah, smacked us yeah. in the head. Yeah. Oh my god, it was great. That was awesome. Yeah, Chubb got twenty three carries. Uh, gaining 101 yards and scoring two touchdowns. Nice. Um, the one touchdown, too, I thought it was pretty cool, where he played quarterback for a second. Like, Brissett ran out of the way. Or yeah, Brissett, I love that. And he caught the ball and ran straight through. Like, yes. there was nobody. Nope. <laughs> like, even if there was, you know, Chubb is... That was a good play. I did like that play, snapping it straight to Chubb's like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. At, you know what? It's not like he ran away in the split second that it happened to. He dipped out and... And they had, it's like, you know who's going to get the ball. You know exactly what's going <laughs> to But it's like, how do I stop You know where he's going to go, yeah. and you still can't stop him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's a brick house. So, it was kind of on the edge 
sitting on the edge of my seat when the the, the game was zero to zero for a hot minute. I'm like, Jesus Christ, yeah. this well, is going to either suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but they ended up having an eight to zero lead after getting the two point conversion for when the, when they got their first touchdown. Because I think they got in like an offsides or something or twelve uh, men on the field, so they yeah, moved it up yeah, to like the two. Which so they yeah. were like, "Well, we're gonna go for it mm-hmm. now." So mm-hmm. yeah, which is smart. Absolutely, yeah. So the Browns are a running team, I think, hands down. For sure, you know? Stefanski's a throwing coach. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yep. So and the results of this game definitely validate that. Um, they be- they satisfied one hundred and seventy two rushing yards in this game. Um, the Bengals may have come in a little too cocky after the win against the Falcons, believing they deserved another win against the Browns, who were clearly struggling due to their, their losing streak. They can't beat us. Um, <laughs> no way, Jose. No way, Jose. I feel I know, like we, that 8-0, I think, gave us the momentum that we kind of needed to get the ball rolling. For sure, going mm-hmm. in the half like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We came out big dick swinging after that, bro. <laughs> I think we put up three before the half, so I think there's a and lot of And Stefanski's play calling was yeah. good that game. He it wasn't even terrible. mixed up the yeah. throws good, and yeah. Brissett made the right throws. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there were some bombs in that game. Yeah. That, that Cooper. And that's, that's the next person. person. Yeah, that, that, that needs to be thrown out. Yeah. 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 The play, that's, I mean, Amari Cooper, I just, I do want to give a shout out to. Um, he did throw an interception during that trick play, yeah. which was dog ass because yeah, was I was so like, bad. really? That whole play. Like, this is how this is going to be. Like, it fell apart from yeah, the get go. Yeah. It didn't even look right. No, it was just. Ugh. No. And he literally threw right to the Bengals player. I don't yeah. know what happened. And the other takeaway was Brissett when he was getting tackled. He was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Omari did bounce back for, uh, with three key receptions that contributed to the Browns' final mm. score. He had a 27-yard gain on one, an edge-of-the-seat touchdown, and then Jacoby threw that 53-yard uh, reception that, yeah, that Omari caught, which he was able to uh, you know, get away from two defenders at that point. And I would definitely that argue that it was overthrown, and like you said was, early, was, Omari was, uh, I'm getting this. He was huffing to get it. He oh, saw yeah. that ball, and he knew he wasn't there. And he basically, you almost see him look at these two dudes, realize that he's already got the jump on them, mm-hmm. and they weren't they weren't thinking they thought it was already done. Yeah, like he wasn't going to get the ball. He just took off. Yeah. yeah. Well, the way the Brissett 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 threw that ball too. Say brisket. Brisket. Say brisket. <laughs> I feel like he really like that was teamwork. Yeah. You throw a ball like that, and you have two people guarding your player. Mm-hmm. That's faith. That's faith in, in your There team. was something about his throws that game that I liked to where he kept having those perfect lofts. He looked good. I want to see, I wanna see more good. of those because he tends to throw those darts a lot and those bullets, but those get picked off, those get intercepted, or missed by your own receiver because it's coming in. Right, like, coming in hot. Miles an We've hour. seen yeah. years of that with Baker. Yeah. That and dude's and I'm tired of seeing no I want to see those nice lobs yeah. down the field yeah. like Aaron Rodgers does, mm-hmm. and, you know, stuff like that. Right. You gotta have a team that receives it though too. Yeah, know? Amari's touchdown. He floated that in perfectly in that corner of that end zone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And lastly, you know, Chubb and Hunt played a good duo. They complemented each other really well as they both played a huge part in the backfield tandem. Uh, Brissett had 216 yards and completed eight of nine passes of t- ten plus air yards. So nice. we just played really well yeah. overall. Quarterback, running backs, wide receivers, our mm-hmm. defense, 
Like, overall, that was fucking Could you imagine if Nujuko was in, too? Oh, that game would have been even crazy. Oh, yeah. That would have been nice. And the kicker didn't miss. When does he yeah. come back? Five weeks. He he missed the first maybe one. Joe can tell us. <laughs> Get blocked. Yeah, it'll be someone else thrown to him when he gets back. Oh, True. Joe Drew's going to be a couple... It's he's. I covered him last week. He's going to be out for a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Another thing, too, with uh, uh, Garrett, his little... His little twitch. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was. Did Garrett is not a twitch. cocky person. I've never really seen him like. He got into it with the Halloween he spirit because he did. He obviously he did this. Th- yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. he did the thriller a couple times in that game. He did the head move. Yeah. And then one. And then uh, it. Well, I think it was. And it was a, the dance. And, and then he did the other yeah. one later. Oh, the yeah. thriller. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I think it was when Amari scored that touchdown. They started mm-hmm. both doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe we should just have Halloween before every uh, every game, before every game, every single game. Fire only those fuckers up. Halloween. That's all we need to do. <laughs> one game a year for the Browns. Done. Yeah. One seventeen, mm-hmm. and we play the Bengals every year, and we have to play the Bengals. Every year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll win every game. Done. Automatic uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. gonna take a couple of games before we jump in the trades. Uh, despite, honestly, after so, did you watch any of the Bills? Green Bay game. Very yeah. little, very little. I watched some of it. We might have won, but I don't feel like that. We should have won that game. Ooh. It was it was sloppy. Uh, I heard ESPN talk about it a little bit. I mean, Allen was 13 <coughs> for 25 for only 218 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. Like it was, it looked like he was just trying to do these like shiny plays and classy plays and. Big bombs down the field and these crate like it was, but it wasn't fundamental and it was mm-hmm. it looked bad and we ego getting to him. defense Uh-oh. couldn't stop the run it was just it was sloppy. I hope like you know this is our sloppy game and we can pick it up. But I mean honestly, well I'm, you had the butt punt game. Well, with uh-huh. that being sloppy, Joe, do you think that? The is the Packers right? Yeah, yeah. Do you think they played sloppy too then? I mean, the Packers haven't been good Garbage. good this year. I mean, okay. Rodgers only had, he was, I think, 15 for 23 and 200-some yards, two, two touchdowns and interceptions. They have two wins. I think they got three. They might. Uh, they might have the same up. record as us. Yeah. Well, you could look at it like this, though. You know, you get a string of wins, you're bound to have a loss. That's just how it works. So you basically won your loss. <laughs> I hope that's you know you I mean, come against a game or a time where not everybody's rhythms are up and you're gonna struggle and that's the game that you'd lose and be like shit but maybe you Packers pull out a win on a day that you five. normally would have lost us. third division's trash yeah it's bad uh, I will also say that the first game back or not back but the first game that McCaffrey played with the 49ers I'd say he had a triple crown. Yeah. I'd say so. McCaffrey threw. He was one for one for 34 yards and a touchdown. He rushed for 94 yards and a touchdown. And he also received eight passes for 55 yards and a touchdown. I mean, that's... that, Goat that right there. Yeah. That, <laughs> that yeah. offense is looking scary. Yeah, like when Debo Samuel list. comes back, I mean, they got Debo, Ayuk, McCaffrey, Kittle. I mean... And guess who else comes back? 
Um, Elijah Mitchell. Mm-hmm. That that offense yeah. is just disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that 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 offense. They is... could they could literally run a prime like elite running back every other play and it'd be a different running back. That's disgusting. Now, do you think they made a mistake by not starting with Jimmy G in the beginning? Now that you see how Jimmy G's been doing, do you think... I mean, he was 21 for 25, 235 yards on a touchdown. Yeah, two Jimmy G's wow. been playing good. Yeah. I mean... I sorry, think they Trey messed Lance, up. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think, I think they Jimmy G should have been in there. I think they did mess up. You should have played him in the beginning. But their record's not bad. Like, they're still hunting playoffs room. They're 4-4. Four and four. Yeah. I mean, that division, I don't... Let me... I don't know what that division is looking like, but I'll, I'll look it up. You keep going. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, Corey, there's been a ass ton of trades. Like, I mean, there, there is has. like a record number of trades that happened in the last it like, actually five broke minutes. The re- of, oh, yeah, wow. in the last five minutes of the deadline, it broke records, and it was the most trades that came through. Yeah, it's wild. like twelve came through in the last five minutes. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, basically the Chiefs traded for a 2023 third-round pick and a six-round draft pick for New York Giants um, receiver Cordarius Tony. Okay. Uh, he hasn't played much. He, he I mean, they, they think he's going to be good. I say him going to the Chiefs is probably going to be good because Patrick Mahomes loves spreading the wealth to receivers anyway, so he's going to throw to whoever's open. <laughs> Um, so it'll probably be good. He is fast, but he's only played like two games and didn't really go off or nothing. But um, a huge trade that went through was Bills acquired Neam Himes from Indianapolis Coats in exchange for Zach Moss and a conditional 2023 six-round draft pick, which could become a fifth-round draft pick. I wonder how those conditionals work. Like, I don't know if it depends on where we finish or A lot of times they it depends finish. on contract extensions and... Like their, um, like the Calvin Ridley trade also has the same stipulations, has to do with contract extensions and if like they produce like what they're supposed to, mm-hmm. like their their performance basically. Um, the Bears traded Robert Quinn to Philadelphia in exchange for a 2023 fourth round draft pick. That's a defensive end and a good defensive end, so that's huge. Well, they just lost at the end for injury. They did. So that was a good pickup for sure to keep their defense going. Um, a side note, the Lions fired defensive backs coach and pass game coordinator Aubrey Pleasant. So that dude got canned. Nice. From the Lions. Nice. <laughs> he should have been talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Um, <laughs> this is another big trade that went through. Ravens traded for linebacker Roquan Smith to Chicago in exchange for linebacker A.J. Klein in a 2023 second round and fifth round draft pick. A.J. Klein's pretty go. good. Yeah, he is. Uh, Commanders traded uh, cornerback William Jackson III to Pittsburgh for a 2024 sixth round pick. The 49ers traded Jeff Wilson to Miami which that's big for Miami, in exchange for a 2023 fifth-round draft pick. Jets traded Jacob Martin and a 2024 fifth-round draft pick to Denver in exchange for a 2024 fourth-round draft pick. Vikings traded a 2023 second round and a 2024 third-round draft pick in exchange for tight end T.J. Huckinson. (laughs) 
That's pretty good for Kirk Cousins. I wonder what happened to Rudolph over there. Are they trying to run a different tight end scheme over there, I wonder? That's what that's what I'm wondering because I think he's going to fit better in that scheme. So mm-hmm. I was like, that's probably going to be impactful for sure. And um, and for a 2023 fourth-round pick as well and a 2024 conditional fourth-round pick. So they got a lot for it. Um, Chiefs traded cornerback Rashad Fel- uh, Benton to Atlanta in exchange for a 2023 seventh-round draft pick. Colts, also another side note, fired their offensive coordinator, Marcus Bradley. Um, so maybe we'll see more of Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think you'll see Jet, Zach Moss? I don't know. I think maybe they try to run a. If you notice, a lot of teams in the league now are running that duo backs. Like they're, you know, like the Cream Hunt, Nick Chubb. Where did they get that got, from? Yeah. That's weird. Actually, that is weird, huh? That's kind of weird. I would argue you started po- seeing it pop up more though. Like the Browns started doing it after who used to do it a lot. Saints, I think, and Ravens used to do it a lot when. Mark Ingram, Ingram. Yeah, and J.K. Ingram. Dobbins, yep, and yeah. like, you know, like they, they used to do it a lot before we did, and then we picked it up, and now I'm seeing way more teams starting to do the yeah. dual running back, unless you have a Christian McCaffrey, There's so much or, more you can do, or a Mark Henry, you know, because you they, set up a screen, you just, you know, if, if one of them can catch. I said Mark Henry. Oh, I mean right. Derrick Henry, <laughs> Mark Henry, the wrestler, the wrestler, yeah. <laughs> WWF, world's strongest man. Hey, I caught it. <laughs> Um, That's funny. The Browns acquired receiver uh, Chase Claypool. Not the Browns. The Browns. Or, no, the Bears. The Bears. Bears. Yeah. The Browns got Claypool. Yeah. No. no. The Bears did. That would Bears be sweet if the Browns got so Claypool. So what is, the, is Pittsburgh Claypool. finally just like, all right, it's rebuilding time. Rumors. We're just going to get rid of anybody we have. And I, just get I actually, from what I'm seeing, I'm thinking so. Because they don't have any receivers left besides him and Deontay Johnson. Yep. I mean, there was really nothing left. There's nothing left in Pittsburgh. They just and all they got for him was a 2023 second round draft pick, which second round's good. Second round's pretty good. And this draft is beefing up to look at as one of the best drafts. Which, by the way, side note: college football, Tennessee Vols are ranked number one, and Ohio State number two. Did that show? Oh man! Wait, what? They Tennessee Vols. What happened to Georgia? One. Georgia is ranked at like three or four. Georgia. Wow. Yeah. Tennessee Vols are number one, and they wow. are on fire. And so is Ohio State. I mean, they're all 8-0, and like the top four. Right. But yeah, Tennessee actually beat Alabama. Yeah. I saw that, yeah. I think Tennessee plays Georgia this year, don't they? Uh, this weekend. Uh, yeah, this weekend. Yeah, they got to win that one, or they're just going to be Yeah, they're going to go right back down. They'll go right back to four. That would be a good game to watch, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the Bills also traded for Atlanta Falcons safety Dean Marlowe in exchange for a 2023 seventh-round draft pick. That's huge for the Bills. Um, he's a pretty good safety mm-hmm. and great for the secondary. Like, that's this going to be huge. But it's seventh round. Eh, so? Draft pick. I'm just saying. I don't know how they <laughs> figured this all out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. You know, like when they're talking about Kareem Hunt trade. You know, someone's like, "Yeah, if you get fourth round pick for him, yeah, get." Just and the Browns it. weren't active in this trade deadline like at all. Which is weird. Wasn't looking for a reason to get rid of Hunt at this point, so I don't know what we're going to do because we sure can't afford him. We haven't no, seen him. Yeah, that's why. That's probably true. Um, another crazy weird trade: Calvin Ridley, mm-hmm. who is suspended for betting on games the entire season, was traded to the Jags. Really, Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah. So, the Falcons will receive a 2023 fifth-round pick 
and a conditional fourth round selection, the conditional fourth round becomes a third rounder if Ridley reaches his certain incentives or becomes a second rounder if the Jags sign Ridley to a contract extension. <laughs> there's a lot of stipulations. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot, of, there's a lot going on there. As late as like, yeah, you can just have them. <laughs> but, you know, there's some weird things we're going to throw in there. Probably one of them will happen, so we'll get something out of it. Right. And then another interesting trade that actually involved picks and players was Denver Broncos uh, traded linebacker Bradley Chubbs to the Miami Dolphins for a package that includes a 2023 first-round pick that Miami acquired from San Francisco last year. And the Dolphins are also sending running back Chase Edmonds and a 2024 fourth-round pick to Denver and a 2025 fifth-round pick along with Chubb. Oh. We could have had two chubs. Just saying. Could have. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, that was a lot that went through in the first. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's a lot of, a lot of people jumped there. in. Uh, Bills got involved real heavy. Miami got involved real heavy. Denver. But a lot of other teams, like Aaron Rodgers out here, like, what the fuck? Right. I need help, guys. <laughs> he says, I need Apparently, help. too, reports showed that... Um, Lamar Jackson wanted another receiver, but instead they're like, "No, nah, we're gonna beep up our defense." <laughs> Makes sense. Cool. And the Browns didn't get involved, which I found very odd. Well, I felt it was a good time to do. Like it I said, them. it's it's a, the, the season. The season's a wash behind the scenes. They'll never tell you they're trying to lose. Right. They they don't want to win. I wouldn't want to win. We're waiting on Deshaun. Oh, we're good. And I want to watch wins, but I want the first round. Draft pick. We're we not getting that. First yeah, we don't have that. Though. We're just gone already. Right? It's gone the yeah, full yeah, once. Yeah, we, yeah, we got oh, rid yeah, of that fucking guy, huh? Yeah, <laughs> we don't, we don't have like any draft picks. We gotta win. Oh well, fucking <laughs> right. <laughs> Fuck us, right? Uh, injury report. I only really listed mostly offensive players that would affect fantasy in any way, shape, or form. But a lot of the players, I don't think, really would. But because there was a lot of injuries on both offensive defense, and I could have been here for like five pages doing everything. But <laughs> uh, in Arizona, the Cardinals have both running backs, Daryl Williams and James Conner, listed as questionable. Conner has been battling a rib injury all season and hasn't really produced any any fantasy value. Uh, Atlanta announced Cordell Patterson is set to return to practice this week. I still think. I still think he's not going to play this week. If he plays, it's going to be next week. Um, the Bengals star wide receiver Jamar Chase is out for a few weeks for a hip injury. He was not placed on IR, so it is possible for him to come back within four weeks. I know this happened before last week's game, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't mm-hmm. happened after we recorded. Um, Bills activate safety Tredavious White or cornerback Davius White, to the roster. He's been back at practice for a few weeks, and he may play for the first time this season against the Jets. And that's huge. Nice. Huge. 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 Uh, huge. huge. Dallas running back Ezekiel Elliott is listed as out, but is on a bye week for week nine. He is suspected to make a return after the bye, but the average length of time missed for his injury is three to four weeks. You don't even play that dude, though. You play Tony. Tony. What? Tony, uh... He thinks you have a collar? Oh. Um, in Houston... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you do. 
In Houston, wide receiver Nico Collins is out for a groin injury, and Brandon Cooks is listed as questionable to start Thursday against the Eagles. Jacksonville's wide receiver Jamal Agnew is listed as questionable and is limited participant in practice for a knee injury. The Raiders have Devontae Adams listed as questionable for illness, but I expect him to be good to go on Sunday. In L.A., Keenan Allen didn't practice Wednesday. is listed questionable. I think he's still considered day-to-day. I think he'll suit up Sunday, but I don't think you're going to see a bunch of performance. Also in L.A., the other L.A., Cooper Cup didn't practice Wednesday and is listed questionable for an ankle injury. This is a tough one to predict. Cup could sit out a game to make sure the injury isn't serious and doesn't get any worse. But on the other hand, Cup is the Rams' best player. The Rams are not having much luck in the run game this year. Cam Majors is like in and out of injury, and they're in a weird... uh, Shit's crumbling behind the scenes in L.A. Um, So Cup is really all they have, so it's going to be interesting. Done. (laughs) Done. Everywhere I go, heels everywhere I go, I just tear it apart. Uh, (laughs) In the Great White North in Minnesota, wide receiver Adam Mm. Thielen... Is listed as questionable after getting a bruised knee. Oh, oh I got a bruised knee. Thielen is okay and is suspected to play on <laughs> Sunday. Patriots running back Damian Harris did not practice Wednesday due to illness, but he should be good to go for Sunday. In New Orleans, running back Mark Ingram suffered a grade 2 MCL sprain and is expected to miss three to four weeks. Also, Shocker. Oh. Wide receiver Michael Tom- Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry are still listed as questionable. Mm-hmm. A good sign for the Giants, wide receiver Kenny Galladay could return after their bye week, which is this week. Uh, he's been out for a few weeks for an injury, and they need, I guess, receivers now. Um, sticking with New Jersey, the Jets have tight end C.J. Uzuma. Listed as questionable, and wide receiver Corey Davis did not practice for Wednesday for a knee injury. It is day-to-day on whether he plays Sunday. Ah, uh, Cochran's better. The 49ers have a few key players out, like wide receiver Debo Samuel and fullback Kyle Jusnick. Jusnick? Yep, yep. nailed it. Sounds However, good. Elijah Mitchell is seeking to return to action when they played the Chargers on the 13th and will be slotted in at running back two behind McCaffrey. The Titans have running back Derrick Henry listed as questionable. He's had limited practice on Wednesday, but he should be a good to go for Sunday. Also, Tennessee, Tannenhill is listed as questionable in his day-to-day, but is aiming to play against the Chiefs on Sunday. He said he'll, in an interview, he said he'd battle through pain if he had to, just depends on how bad it is. Sounds like a man right there. And finally, the commanders running back J.D. <laughs> McKissick and tight end Logan Thomas were limited practice on Wednesday. Wide receiver Jahan Dotson did not practice Wednesday, but over the past few weeks he's been out at game time decisions, so I wouldn't expect him to play. If he suits up, I also wouldn't expect him like anything Nick crazy. Nick Warren's the fucking that matters anyways. Yeah. And um, that's all I do for injuries. Mm-hmm. Kyle. Yeah. Teach me how to blow all my money and get a gambling addiction. Yeah. Fuck yes. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. We don't contone gambling addiction. If you do, call 1-800-GAMBLING if you have think you have a problem. Wow. That's real good, Joe. All mm-hmm. right. Because I was going to say, dude, that's going to fucking cause a lot of problems. I feel like if you call 1-800-GAMBLING, they're just going to be like, how much? much? 
Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots, lots of problems. It's going to be legal. I know. So if it's legal. It's going to be amazing. There ain't no problem. Porn is legal. legal, too, and it's got lots of problems. You said I have corn? no problems with porn. Curve. A lot of people I do. I have no problems with porn. Alcohol is legal, and that causes a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> Even drugs. I mean, they're not legal, and it causes a lot of problems. So is oh. marriage. You guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, in Ohio, come the first year, we're going to be able to start sports betting. Fuck yeah. I can't wait to be a degenerate. Downtown, we got Jack's Casino. <laughs> right. They're going to set up a whole section where you can just be a degenerate. Oh, fuck yeah. serve you drinks, and they'll steal all your money. <sighs> all right. All the TVs and just walls of yeah. TVs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now, the one thing to know about sports betting when you're talking about, like, um, most of these is that they try to split the money. They want to pay money on both sides. They can't just take an exuberant amount of money, money at some, some game. If everybody thinks the Bills are going to win this week and, and t- 100 times more people bet on the, on the Bills to win, they will change the odds so that they can match that money on the opposite side. And they want to pay to a certain in a certain manner, so they'll take like 4% of the money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Due to laws. But there's generally three ways to bet. You got the money line, the point spread, and your totals. Money line generally applies to all of it, so we just kind of remember how this works. So I'll use the Buffalo game oh. this week oh. as an example. Oh. oh, shit. Holy shit, I didn't even look at it. <laughs> now we know. All right, so you're going to see the money line with pluses and minuses, okay? So in this game, it's negative 650 to Buffalo, and it's positive 450 to the Jets, okay? So the way that this works is that if I wanted to win $100, and I, would, and I, was, I was betting on Buffalo, I'd have to bet $650. And if I win, I get $100. That's how much they're favored in the game. Like, that's, that's, that's I got about $650 to win $100. Now, on the other end, the New York Jets, because they are given t- 12 and a half points for the game, it's a positive 450 When you see a positive number, it means that if I bet $100, I win $450. Oh, now that makes sense. Okay. Oh, so by taking shit. Buffalo, you would... Not make as much money. You wouldn't make. Yeah, because you're really, you, you no. wouldn't make anything. Or would well, the, you? The would, odds are the odds are that I'm going to make that money. So so I'm be, I, I got to put more money on the line. And like I said, that's where you get the idea where like if everybody feels like Buffalo's going to win and they start betting on that, it, it changes the odds so that it changes the odds so that it evens out as best it can. But that's huge. I got about six hundred fifty dollars to win a hundred dollars. Right. If I lose, I lose six hundred and fifty bucks. But if I put it on the Jets, I put a hundred dollars on the Jets, I get four hundred and fifty bucks. It's four to one odds. That kind of seems dumb. No, that seems so. It's, you it's would never. So why why would you bet on Buffalo? It's basically saying why would you? You never really want to bet on the highly favored team. You want to do that anyways. Well, I think coming through the next few weeks, I'm going to get a little farther into this and. At times you would and times you wouldn't because there's plenty of analysts out there to be like, I don't care what it says, bet on this game. and You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess I'm just trying to wrap my head around. Buffalo is so much better than the Jets. Right. 
that I would have to bet the the, the odds would yeah, be. Yeah, so they, the I'd likelihood is so you're much gonna more win money if you just to win a little bit of money. You're not really winning. Like then you're not winning you give, anything. If I were to give them no, six hundred no, no, fifty dollars, okay, let me start. It's, it's, you, it's your to profit. profit. To oh, profit, you so I would get your six fifty back. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah, if I put if I put if I put uh, six hundred fifty dollars oh, down, right. yeah, I they're gonna like, hand me seven hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, right, right. I, I should have said you walk away. Uh, I should have said yes. yes. yeah, yeah. No, this I is all about. Like, I give them six fifty. Yeah, you guys they, they are on win, the same page. They pitch. just give me a hundred dollars <laughs> back. Like, I'm like, so win a hundred dollars. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so yeah, so to get okay. a prof- to get a profit of that's just money, and that's that's just the money line. That's just win or lose. Yeah, that's just there's no point spread. Now the point spread is the next part. In this game, New York Giants are the underdog at 12 and a half points. Jets. I mean the Jets. That's what <laughs> Anyways, the Jets. So basically, we're giving the Jets 12 and a half points. Right. Okay? Right. Now, the, the spread generally pays at a negative 110 money line. Now, if you're betting sports and you go from app to app, you could change, see the change places. But that means that I would bet $110 on this on the spread, and I would profit $100 if I win. Okay, so if we play this game uh-huh. and Buffalo beats them by 10. Doesn't cover. Then they don't cover. Buffalo, so, so for, you to, for you to bet on Buffalo in this game, they get a win by more than 12 and a half points. Okay. And the Jets could lose by up to 12 points. So you're not wanting to bet that. I don't know. I mean... Like I said, they set it up to where it's 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 almost 50-50. Buffalo right. didn't cover the spread last week. The spread against Green Bay was 10.5, and, and they only won by 10. Yeah. They right. didn't cover last week. And that's why I did do a point five on there so that there are no pushes or you don't get no monies back because you can't win by half a point. Um... And that's so that's the spread. So you can keep an eye on the spreads from here on out and kind of look at them. We'll see what the Browns are for the next week and see, you know, what the spread is. And then we, you know, so do you think that they're going to beat the Jets by more than 12 and a half points? Oh, I love this. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, I don't know. Exactly. You don't know. Jets are doing pretty well. And the way they played against Green Bay, I don't know. Right. So. Can they do you win anything if they just win in general? That's the no, money. That's so the that's, money line. That's the money line. Okay, and so, you're, so you're it has mo- to be at twelve and a half. 12 yeah, and if, half you're, if you're playing the spread, you could basically yeah, imagine that the, the underdog spread. team, the team that's supposed to lose, you could imagine just giving them twelve and a half points right off the rip, or adding it at the end and seeing who wins. Mm-hmm. Does the money line change? So the money line sets. So there's. It gets the more that I look at it, there's there's times where it generally doesn't. It generally pays out at a negative one ten. So whatever the money line is come Wednesday will be the money line for Sunday. What they'll do is they would change the spread, not the money line. They would say, "Hey, we pay our spread out at a negative one ten, which means you got to bet one hundred and ten dollars. And if you're win, if you win, I'll give you two hundred and ten. You're hundred back plus a uh, hundred. Yeah, you're 110 back plus 100. Mm-hmm. And so, if anything, they would change the spread. Mm-hmm. What about the points? Like the So, total points, that's the third way of doing it. Now, this isn't the only three ways to bet. But total points is the over-under. 
So when somebody says the over-under, they give a specific number. So on this, it's 47 points. You can either bet that it's going to be over 47 points or under 47 points. For the total game? For the total game. Okay. Total points across the board. You can take the over-under on the 47. You think about it, and you're like, all right, you got two offensive heavy teams. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. You know, that's quite a bit of points. Now they're thinking at least. Now, if you look at it, you're thinking at least two touchdowns is going to be in favor on the other side. Right. So they got to put. You know, you start doing the math in your head, and you can figure this out. But that pays out at negative one. I would two. like that betting the over under way more. Mm-hmm. I feel it's a it lot seems, easier. It seems more simple to to, to calculate. To, yeah, because you because you you can imagine the defenses going up against the offenses yeah. and seeing if it's going to be a low-scoring game or a high-scoring game. Right. Now, you could delve super deep into this, and you can find specific games. You know, like uh, more people bet against the underdog on Thursday night, and they bet against the, 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 the other on the Monday night football. Just the psychology of people. For no apparent reason why they do this, they do this. Hmm. Huh, that's interesting. That is so how do people win big money on games? Like, how do you win? Is it just how much you're putting on How much you're putting down. You know what I mean? So is it like a multiplier effect? Are you still only getting $100? Like, if I put, instead of the 650 I put, you know. I mean, you could take that and take the zero off and be like, yeah, 10 you know, you, you bet $11 and I'll give you $21 if you win. Because I'll give you 11 back plus 10 bucks. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 I, honestly, I think it pushes people to start betting in the hundreds. Right. I think that's how they read it, wrote maybe it. Maybe the thousands, you know, maybe the thousands. <laughs> but for every for every hundred bucks, so if I want to put two hundred bucks on to the Jets are going to win this week, I'm taking home nine hundred bucks plus my money back. See, that's <laughs> what makes it worth it. Yeah, but you if you but the Jets have to win straight up. The Jets have to win. That's only two hundred bucks. The Jets have to win straight up, and if you look at the spread, now, it's totally different. And if you look at the spread, they're 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 favored to win by at least two scores. Now, is there a way that the the spread value on the game... Now, will an injury change a spread? Yeah, so as far as it goes, I'm going to delve a little bit deeper into what happens if you make a bet on Monday for a future game. Because there's future games, there's futures, they're called futures, and then there's the the bet for the day, where the line is set today, because it's game day. And there's like a time where you're like, we can't change this. But I think there's a future bet where you could make the bet with the full knowledge that they can change it and it could change between now and the game day completely not in your favor anymore so, so like if you track players enough like because i'm wondering if you can incorporate that point spread for the future we can incorporate it into the pickums like sure pick bills jets but whoever you pick will cover the spread yeah you really could you yeah you could it'd be it'd be a, yeah you get it you'd have to get a spreadsheet <laughs> I, I, I'm aware, <laughs> but uh, is that why it's called? But yeah, we, we <laughs> what we could do between here and there is we could pick a game a week, and, yeah, and just do a uh, and and we'll play across the board, or we'll say you know thousand bucks, no big deal, thousand bucks, throw it in, let's go guys. We should do we should do it and to make it fun we should do it with like pennies, like penny bets. Penny bets. Penny bets would be kind of fun. You dollars. Whoa. Yeah, we could get ten ten dollars in different ten dollars in quarters or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ten bucks ten bucks in quarters and then we'll just say like Well it's tough because they pay out 
in a, in a, in a weird fashion. Yeah. Right. We'd have to figure it out. We'd have to figure out that calculation and make it small. That would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Now, generally, just in case you didn't know this, uh, home team generally automatically gets three points. Well, I don't know if that still applies. It might be an old thing, but if the Vegas sense. is trying to figure out who's playing, if you're a home team and you're even dead even, just being home will give you three points. That makes sense. On the you're spread. The home team. Yep. So if I were to say, let's say Minnesota against Washington, they have they're giving Washington three and a half points. Now three points is like just because they're home. Yeah, you either win or lose by three points way more than any other number in the NFL. Yeah. By, like, a lot that the games are decided by that last field goal, that three points. So when you see something like this, you know that they're only giving three points to the home team, which means that as, as a team being played, they're almost dead even. So the money line is Minnesota's negative 175, which means that... If I bet, I'd have to bet $175 to win $100 profit. Washington's $145. So I put $100 down, I'd make $145. So you get two profit. They have Minnesota and the Commanders, like, even? Mm-hmm. Minnesota's 6-1. and one. Yeah, but the Commanders are not. Right. No, the, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but the Commanders are doing decent. Uh, ish. And Vegas is baller. They know. They, they just know. They just know. You, you, there's there's a couple websites out there. I'll try to find one on where Vegas gives no. you the odds on I'm everything. They'll give you the odds right now on whether or not whether or not we're going to see a, a Biden Trump uh, election. They're, they'll give you the odds on. See, I know there's prop bets, so we can get into prop bets, and I think that would be fun too. Yeah, That'd be so yeah, so yeah. so a prop bet is basically not, you're not worried about the score. Well, in some you could, there's certain ways you can, but it might be like, is Chubb gonna run for more than 100 yards today? There, you could look it up, and there's gonna be odds on that, and you can make a prop bet on that. You could make a prop bet on whether or not there's gonna be a fumble, an interception. So and so is gonna get an interception. So and so is gonna throw for so many yards. Mm-hmm. So and so is gonna get so many touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Dude, and they make, on an interception, Jesus. Vegas yeah, will right. Vegas will money. write even more prop bets, like uh, for the for the Super Bowl. Yeah, the color of the shirt that the coach is wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 yep. All the way to that, whether or not someone's gonna you know Who's break gonna win their the leg in the flip? first quarter. Yep. Color yeah. of the Gatorade. Who's win the, yeah, the color of the Gatorade at the end. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What happens during halftime show and everything else? Like it's mm-hmm. nuts. And you can make prop bets, and you can go on a Vegas website. Thousand dollars, like, we see a nip slip. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. The odds probably wouldn't really make you too much cash. Right. right. <laughs> Who's doing the Super Bowl this year? That's Rihanna. Oh, we might see a nip slip then. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. That's a solid choice, right? It's Rihanna probably Rihanna slip. and then some old guy with a guitar. No, it's, it's JT normally like again. Uh, we definitely might see a nip slip line. <laughs> Who? JT. JT. Justin Timberland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Janet still can't live it down. Mm-mm. Never will. <laughs> With the oh. Rob Snyder piercing. <laughs> so maybe we'll discuss with the group. Maybe I'll try to figure out how to get a couple games. Maybe we'll do the primetime games Ooh. as the spread. Uh, but this week, 
Uh, Ryan won this week. Hey, fuck y'all. <laughs> hey, dude, I told you to go by the way it sounds, and you fucking did. That's and right, you girl. Won. That's right. One more time. Yeah. Let's go. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Uh, Ryan was twelve and three. Corey second, eleven and four. Woo. Let's go. Uh, Chelsea was nine and six. I was eight and seven, and Kyle was six and nine. <laughs> six nine. What up? Yeah. I can't wait to hear these totals. Yeah, same. They've been pretty all over. Because I've been up lately. I've been up. Twelve and three is excellent. That's nasty. Yeah, dude. You know what? They, uh, yeah. Right. You got it. You, know? you got to. All right. All right, Joe. So rip them off. This week, leading off Thursday night. Mm. The undefeated Eagles versus the Texans. Oh. Eagles. 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 <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> yeah, man. Kyle, you take the, what's the over-under? <laughs> <laughs> what, the Eagles and the Texans game? Yeah, yeah. what do you got? Are we betting oh, spread? Man. Let's go. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Dude, you're going to find them. You're betting for the Texans. You're going to make a lot of money if they win. Right? <laughs> They're giving Houston 14 points. Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Colts at the Patriots. Ooh. Colts. Ooh. That's tough. <laughs> I'm going to take Patriots. the Patriots. Pats. I'm, taking, I'm taking Patriots. Pats. Pats all day mm-hmm. in that one. Colts are trash. I think Matt, Matt Ryan's in sat. Patriots aren't doing so hot, but they're keeping enough together than the Colts. Yeah, I'll take the Colts. Matt Ryan is hurt still. He's not playing. He's a bet man over there. I see that. Packers at the Lions. Oh. See, this is tough. Like, the Lions put up some points this week, but the Packers, I feel as if this is, they finally need a redemption win. Like, they need a win. And this is, this is, this is a division that... They, I mean, it's their division, so they should win, but. Don't give yourself a I'm shot. taking Packers. <laughs> Tories and Packers. I say Lions. Packers, Lions, Packers, Lions. I... I'm going to go with my left hand on this one, Joe. That's a big old L for the Lions, bro. Let's go, Lions. Hey, hey. Big old L for the Lions? Oh, my left hand, bro. Oh, my <laughs> God. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Packers, Lions. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Lions. That one's such a like I don't know. I'm going Packers. He's got to win at some point. Maybe Detroit's only getting three for being at home, so they're dead even in this one. Right? Yeah. Lions. I'm going Packers. You take the Packers as well. All right. Chargers at the Falcons. At the Falcons. The Falcons. Falcons. Chargers at the Falcons. I'm gonna go with the Birds. I'm going Chargers. Ah. I want to say Falcons, too. Is that the sound they make? I'm going Chargers. No, it's more like a... And then Echoes. I'm going to take the Chargers. They got Eckler, man. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. How's that one looking? Three points. Oh! To to the home team. Damn. Falcons? Let's go, girl. Chargers. Chargers all the way, baby. Chargers. There you go. Bills at the Jets. Bills. 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 B-I-L-L-S. Bills, 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 Bills. 
They make me wanna shout and shout and shout. Vikings at Commanders. I Vikings. know you looked up this one before, Vikings. and they were even, but I'm gonna have to go Vikings as I'm well. Go Vikings. I'm gonna go Vikings. They're on a little streak now. They're five and one and six and one. Six and one. Oh, speaking of Cavs game. Yeah, dude. Corey? Commanders. Ooh. Oh, the Commanders. Fuck, who do And Yeah, I really have... wish, I really had all the information in front of me, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, now I'm really getting into it, and I want to click around and be like, how many how many away games have they had? Are they on number two, number three? Okay, yeah, yeah. let's do this. We're totally going to degenerate game. This is great. I can't wait. I can't wait. God, we're falling over the stripper. For real, I might start doing cocaine. I'll have the strippers do it off her ass. Just because it seems right. Why not? You got the hair for it, Ryan. All right, I'll go with Washington on that one. I'll go like a nasty slick back suit with a fucking 1985 Cadillac DeVille with a Panthers door. at the Bengals. Panthers won a game, or they were close. They didn't win, I don't think, this week. Deontay Foreman, three touchdowns. I'm going to say Bengals. You're welcome. Thanks, You're welcome. Um, you said Bengals? Hold on. Jamar Chase is still out. <laughs> Jamar Chase is still out. That offensive line is ugly. Bengals, Panther, but Panthers, I don't... Their offense isn't good. No, it's not. They almost beat the Browns. They also have really good film to watch, too. Bengals. That's my final offer. Yeah, What's that spread? Seven and a half to the to the, um, Carolina. Wow. Plus home three points. Right. That's another way to think right. about it. Right. Yeah, like, I'm gonna take Bengals. I'm gonna take Bengals. Bengals. I'll take Carolina now. Wow. <sighs> he's a betting man over there. Look at him. He's taking that number. He's like, is Baker still benched? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's like that third sucks. string now. Yeah. I think they sent him home. Raiders. Yep. So like, you better call me from your fucking couch. Oh, speaking All of right? Baker, I want you to watch the game on TV. There's a recent new commercial with Baker that's hilarious because. Um, it's a college one, and he's wearing his Oklahoma stuff, and mm-hmm. then like a commercial against Bama or whatever. I just thought it was hilarious because like NFL commercials for him is like done, and oh, now he's yeah. going back to college commercials. That's pretty funny. That sucks. That's like a hit you to the nutsack. Right. <laughs> Trying to make his way into ever to announcing, you know, <laughs> right, <laughs> announcing right, college ball. Not too soon. Yeah. Raiders at the Jaguars. The Raiders bounce back after getting shut out by the Saints. They are going to Raiders, baby. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet those big kitty cats. That's what I'm gonna say. Jaguars. Jags, man. No. It's a one and a half point spread. That's it. Really? That's it? Yeah. Holy shit! Right. I think the Raiders. I think the Raiders got it. Back. I'll say Jags too. Fuck it. Corey, you said Raiders. Yeah, I'm with Raiders. They're bouncing back. Kyle? I like the Raiders. Raiders. Dolphins at the Bears. Dolphins. Dolphins. Dolphins, Dolphins. Dolphins all the way. What? They, they added some moves to uh, drop 30 points last week. He's back. But the Bears have Clay or Claypool now. He was trash at Pittsburgh. Yeah, but they still have Justin Fields. <laughs> He's starting to bounce a little bit. Herbert's getting at least a touchdown a game. They have a little bit of rush. I, they're at home. They won last week. Kind of a shock. Dolphins. 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 
Are you going to be that guy? It's just like seems right that you'd have this awful thing yeah, that happens I'll, to your team. And by the end of the year, everyone's like, dude, the fucking Dolphins, Dolphins. are killing it. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they started out killing it. Yeah. Yeah. Injury happened. Too. You thought it yeah. was over. Everyone's not talking about him anymore. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you're like, yeah. No. He comes back. He and came he's back. Like, and he's still, still here. Checking people <laughs> yeah. Playing. I mean, it's still a badass team. This is my wild bet, but I'm taking the Bears. All right. The Bears. Seahawks at the Cardinals. I'm Seahawks. Seahawks. Same. Gino Smith is on fire. Gino who? Smith. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the Cardinals on there. Oh. Corey, your Seahawks? Ah, uh, hold on. Give me a sec. It's two points. That's it a close one, too. Points. There's a bunch really close. Because DeAndre Hopkins the whole man, like has been that. a beast. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with the Cardinals, actually. Change on up. Oh, she switched it up. There you go. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think the Seahawks are on fire. They're first in their division. They're they're cooking with. Yeah, gas. I'm going Seahawks. They're cooking. Rams at the Bucks. Mm. That just sounds like a shit show. This one's tough. Like, they're a bowl just problems <laughs> and like Brady is distracted and they're just not. Rams. I'm gonna say Rams. I'm actually gonna go to the Bucks on this one. Bucks. They're home again. Yeah, I'm going Bucks. Bucks. He's had I'm time to uh, think about what sow he did. Oats. Right. I'm gonna go Bucks. If that's what you would call it. I'm gonna go Bucks. Titans. Who's Chiefs. Top? That's obvious. Titans. Chiefs. 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 Yeah. Chiefs. Oh yeah. That spread's probably neither. But yeah, what's that spread? What is it? <laughs> Titans Chiefs. Titans, yeah. Dude, we're like talking about soccer gambling and shit. Yeah, 1250. Yeah. Woo. Wow. You're 12-5. I don't know, I said 1250. They're both 5-2. Yeah, that'd be a good game to watch. What is the... What's the... Now, bring up the spread for Ravens and Saints. This is the Monday night game. If anything, let's... What's the future bet on this? They're giving the, the Saints two and a half. Ooh. At home, so basically, like I said, if, right. you're, if you're one that doesn't think home field advantage really gives us a three, you know, an advantage. Um, whereas, like in the Brown Stadium, it does. Mm-hmm. At the you know at oh, the yeah. Bills Stadium, it does. At home the, field the, advantage the is real Broncos thing. Broncos Stadium, it does. But then maybe the new Las Vegas Stadium, See, not so the, much. They're you a bunch know, of fake the, fans. The, you know, the bunch of yeah, exactly. I'm gonna say Ravens. I'm gonna say Ravens. This one's a tough one. Is it? Is it because it's a dome? Justin Tucker can just nail like sixty yarders. I hate Baltimore. I'm gonna say Saints. So I'm gonna say the Saints. No, I'm Ravens got this. Uh, Ryan, you said Saints. Sure did. I'm gonna go the Saints too. I think the Saints. Their home fields. It's they just <laughs> shut out the Raiders. I mean, Shake it all around, bro. Cool. Well. There's our pickums, fellas. Oh yeah. Uh, oh wow, good time. Yeah, oh, fantastic. Wow, look at us go. So next week we will reconvene. Yeah, dude. Any last words, lady and gentleman? Go Browns. Go Bye Browns. Rest. Go Cavs. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna be go doing. Uh, I don't know when if we get together next week or in the near future, but we're gonna do a podcast on. 
from pregnancy and women. I don't know anything about that, Chester. I know you don't, and I'm. I think it's important to. Are you gonna educate us? I know I everything about that. All right. You do. How many children do you have? Come with the facts. <laughs> Come with the facts, bro. <laughs> I think we need to make awareness about it because before I got pregnant, I was not aware that there was so much to deal with as a pregnant person. Do you want to bring somebody on who has been pregnant as well, so you can have the before and afters? I could potentially do that, but I'm an aunt, and I was a huge part of my niece's life, so I kind of know what it's like to be a, a mother figure at that. Yeah, and I'm an uncle. I mean, those are fighting yeah. worse than <laughs> But I was also, <laughs> like, when Amelia was a newborn, I was watching, I was watching her uh, once a week, like, I would go over there. I have 11 nieces least. and nephews. Really? I have 11 nieces and nephews. That's and a lot. I, and I think I'm up to, like, grandbabies? <laughs> so, Dad, I think I'm at 9 or 10 grand nieces mm-hmm. and nephews. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Right now, the score good... is 58 Boston, 50 Cavs. Yep. Wow. It's all right. So early. I ain't worried about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think I just want to focus on, on pregnancy right now, Joe. We might. Okay. Do I something, just... but I'll I'll kind of think about it as I get that stuff together and. Sure. We'll process you're it. on your, you're on your own, kid. Throw yeah, it out dude. to the masses. Feel free to come with questions, boys. Pretty sure I know don't how have it a kind of works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I know someone who does, so I'm I'm almost I I, I pretty much you're, know how it is. You get to choose. No, <laughs> I, I know. You how. get to choose what women can do with their bodies. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not saying you. I'm saying because you know, because you know a woman that you know, mm-hmm. people get to choose what women do with their bodies. Well, that'll be an upcoming episode. Yeah. Don't know when. We don't get to choose what women do with their bodies. You see the way they dress nowadays? It's awful. Bunch of hoes, bro. It's awful. Guys. <laughs> just saying, women Whoa. just don't know how to dress anymore. I mean, guys what? don't know how to dress either. Have you seen Corey? We never knew how to dress. What? True, we never did. <laughs> we What's never wrong knew how with to the way dress? I dress? I'm just giving you shit, goddamn. Well, I'm not entirely sure what that means. What? As far how are we as women, supposed to dress? Yeah, how, how are, are women how? supposed to dress? Just, you know. He goes, you know. day, I guess. <laughs> huh. Oh, fuck. I think everybody dresses fine. I'll I'm not talking day to day. I'm not, like, judging somebody just saying, you know, like, you're at the store and you're like, what the fuck? But, like, if you go out... I do it all the time. Girls who, who are trying to look attractive, just, you know... Don't look attractive? They just don't. These high pants, these fucking... These onesies, these fucking... I know plenty of guys that are just like, yeah, we hate those. Yeah, oh. I mean, but it, it's just the style and the fad today. Yeah. yeah, I know, but what's normally driving that style and fad is that 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 the opposite sexes are trying to attract the opposite sexes. I mean, mullets are weird thing. Right, I brought the, the yeah, we brought the mullet back, bro. Yeah, <laughs> we're just in a cycle. I mean, period. that could be the case, but also a group of girls who want to just wear rompers out because they're with mm-hmm. a group of girls and they just want to go out and dance. They're not really looking for anything other than a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start wearing a romper. <laughs> so the romper is like the new moo moo, like Bruno Mars. <laughs> the new moo moo. I mean, my mom has it's really a close. Well, alt- and and two, like it's I'm about being comfortable, like. I'm not. I'm not gonna wear 
I'm not going to not be comfortable. I don't care. Comfortable. I think we have moved into the scene where people are dressing more comfortable. Well, I can I can see that. I wear sweatpants whenever I fucking can. Yeah. <laughs> well, pretty much. Joe said specific. Men have had the gray. same three outfits for the last 50 years. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we stopped wearing suits and we had buttons up, buttoned up, pants, khakis. Okay. <coughs> it would be cool to go back to like the 1920s. Everyone wore a suit like around that. or be so fucking hot. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they did it. It'd be the dead middle of the summer. Climate change, suits. bro. It wasn't that hot back Because then. they were men. That's why. They were fucking men, Kyle. <laughs> They were nah. men. They got dressed up. They went out. They were so hot. Wool suits and shit. They didn't well, have and the I same think material. that they were hot. They were more hot than they're portrayed Global in movies warming, and shit. Guys, it wasn't that. You hot. know, like they're, they're. Yeah, they definitely. They were sweaty. They were sweaty motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's let's see what colonial people wore. It's like, how did you wear exactly. that in the summertime? Like, exactly. Yeah. That's just what they wore, bro. Like nine pounds of dress and a corset that mm-hmm. you couldn't breathe in. Like shit was busting. Bust, bust, no, bust, bust, shit was busting for real. And a chastity belt. Oh, fuck that. dude, the Beethoven <laughs> just drops a banger on your head, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, I don't have anything else. Uh, we're gonna watch some football and we're gonna hang out. It's gonna be a warm weekend. We got some golf going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, we will see y'all next week. Later. Bye. Bye. Peace. Go Bills.